Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast. After 30 minutes of technical difficulties, we're here. We're finally here to chat. Justin, it's a pleasure to have you back, man. I don't the last time we talked was when we were, you were I think you were losing you were getting rid of your job because of the COVID situation. And then so that's been it's like two and a half years now. They got rid of me, but yeah, same thing. <laughs> Anything new change? You, you got shorter, it looks like it. I shrunk, yes. I am now <laughs> five foot four, I think. <clears throat> uh yeah, man. Uh I just I I just didn't want to get the the poke and that's all it was. They said I couldn't come back without it, so we don't have to we don't have to talk about that. We don't Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, come they, on then. They 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 booted me, so yeah, I gotta watch uh what I say, I'm sure. Even well, still at this point. So how's it been, man? Dude, it's it's seriously been a long time and I'm really happy to see you. Hey man, uh feelings mutual. It's it's been a while. We didn't hang out last year in Ocean City, did we? Well, you came to Ocean City, and then I did not message me, so I felt left out of the group. Thanks. Yeah, that was terrible. That was terrible. I, I, I don't even know what happened, man. I don't <laughs> even know what happened. Hanging out with family, dude. I, I'm just uh, when I'm on vacation, or I'm just, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't thinking about anything. I was just partying and having fun. And makes sense. I, I forgot. I guess it's weird for me because I live in a beach town, so it's like everyone comes here to party. I'm like, where the hell do I go? Because honestly, every day I just I'm so used to it now. But you got a vape now, I see. Holy crap! Yeah, man, I, I quit smoking like two years ago. So that's right. the The vape is is kind of worse in a way because it's always there. You have to go outside for a cigarette. You gotta, you know, do something like it. But with the vape, you can just use the damn thing anywhere. So it's it's kind of worse in a way. I went to a, the vape store to get like a vape juice and then they were had discounted nicotine free vape juice. And I was like, Oh, I mean, if it's discounted, it was like nicotine's, you know, without nicotine, maybe it can, I can wean myself off. Sure. And yeah. I bought, I went to go buy it and they're like, it's $24. I was like, hang on a second. The six milligram Nick stuff that I usually gets $13 and this is discounted. And they're like, Oh yeah, I forgot to put in the 10%. And then they're like $20. And I was like, I had the anxiety of like not saying and trying to go back. Like, I don't want that. And so the person judges me. So then I bought it and then I'm, yeah, I'm going through that. And I'm just like, wow, I paid more for this. And my buddy's like, it's, that's how they get you to get you to stop using it or no, to, the stuff to stop using it is going to be more expensive because they don't want to lose you as a customer. And I was like, it makes sense. damn, my life, this life is just rigged from the start, ain't it? It is just like all the healthy food costs so much money. It's it's insane. You can go get uh, a double cheeseburger for you know dollar fifty at McDonald's, but if you want something actually decent to eat, you know even their decent sandwiches are like an arm and a leg. Like if you got like a chicken breast, you know sandwich or something like that, or you get some healthy food from a grocery store, it's so much more money. Well, and, well, are, do you call the McDonald's burgers food though? That's not food. It's not really. I, I I hate McDonald's. I can't I can't do McDonald's. I don't think I mean the world technically runs they say it runs on Dunkin'. No, it doesn't. It runs on McDonald's hundred percent. No, it don't run on Dunkin'. No, we, we run on uh alcohol and, and nicotine. That's what we run on. I'm not gonna shame the alcohol because honestly it's get, getting me through the dude, gas price went up. I was like, you know, I'll just pour some of this in my car, see how it runs. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I'd rather put gasoline in my tank than my precious alcohol but you know <laughs> <laughs> i mean do i still call you harman heat because you don't have the youtube i mean you have the youtube but you don't have posted a video in a long time i keep checking it seeing if you got an update or something like that nah nah man been slacking 
been slacking. I, I just so busy with uh, work and, and the family and, and all that stuff that it got hard to to like really kind of die every weekend to make a video because we always we always tried to push it to our limit, which other people may handle it better, obviously, but uh, it, it kind of ruined like me for the night. And some of the next day when I did like these real hot challenges all the time and it was like every weekend. So it became like it had to that was like life every Saturday night was burn so hard and throw up and and, you know, kind of feel off the next day a little bit, you know, because I wasn't used to it that much, even though I was pushing it pretty hard. Like my body didn't have time to kind of like adapt to it. It just became so much that. uh I still I still cherish the, the 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 people we met along the way and and I'm still friends with them same with you uh you know still talk to them still see them once in a blue moon I'm still in a cap crew which is a, a Facebook group where we 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 burn in there we create all kind of cool they do more than I do but they create all kind of cool games and sauces and powders and in in ways unique ways to burn and make it fun so I go live in 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 a private facebook group a lot but uh i just don't do the youtube much anymore really at all anymore so you got me through the pandemic i think through a lot of like the boredom stuff because i would join your guys live sessions that you guys would do and you guys like robbie hop on the mic or something like that and that was when i would like just answer questions and just you know i would just talk or something like that but something go down a rabbit hole but that's like it's weird to see how like two years a big of a change it is you know what i mean like, I, I, I mean, honestly, time's going by so quick right now. I honestly thought I had Alzheimer's. I was checking, looking through like all the medical list and everything. Cause I was like, there's no way, like we're already in coming up towards the, we're in the third week of June. So technically we got another week left and then it's the next month. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to blink and be 40. Yeah, actually I'm turning 40 in, uh, two weeks. Happy early birthday. Thank you. It's, it's June 20th. Uh... No, it's, no, it's July 6th, isn't it? Uh, fit. Damn, you're close. Damn, Damn it, I was close as hell. You're good. You're good. Yeah, we uh, we're 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 going to Florida this year uh for vacation, but for our first time ever, we just wanted to try something different. You know what I mean? We're just driving down. We got a little spot on the water right by the ocean, and we're just gonna hang out down there this year. But we're gonna we're gonna do a weekend trip to Ocean City at some point this year too. So. Maybe we can get back and play a little putt putt again or something, you know. Maybe get some crabs. Getting crabs is that's always on the plan. That's always on the menu. Pay that much. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, we last couple times we hung out. We went. Where do we go? We uh, one time we played putt putt. Um, then we, we waited. Ate we waited an hour and a half for some. I felt like an hour and a half for some sushi to pick up some oh, yeah, sushi, sushi order. I see that's the thing is like they want you to eat locally but everything's so damn expensive. And if you're going to get food, I'd honestly be all right with going to Tokyo Steakhouse to get sushi. And I know people go like that's not even a sushi joint. I'm like, "Yeah, but you get as much as you want to get not the actual like chib- like the the chibachi chefs. I'm talking about like the actual buffet where they just lay it out in front of you. Like you can get that's pizza on one side. That's what I'm saying. And everyone's like honestly, look, a dollar for a McDonald's cheeseburger compared to what groceries just went up a buck. So I don't even know what that's about. And everyone's like, oh, it's just government stuff. And I'm like, I don't get it. Like, it was fine last week. It was fine yesterday. Why did it have to go up today? Yeah, I don't get it. It's like, uh, oh, we're short on products. So we got to raise the prices. Uh, Your normal $10 hunk of meat is now $14. And you're like, 
well, you got less, so you're charging me more. I don't understand. And then at the end of the year, when you look at like the profits with these companies, I'm not no, uh, I'm not a economist or something. So don't, you know, don't take anything I say is gospel. But when you hear all these people upcharging so high for everything, and then they have to show their, you know, their hand at the end of the year when they do their taxes or whatever, you see that they all have record profits. And I'm like, well, obviously, you know, you, it was designed for you to just make money off of. You could have, you see that the country's all in shambles and you're charging so much more for everything. But really, you could have kept your prices about normal, kept all your employees working and kind of helped uh, the nation by not upcharging every single thing. You guys could have kept your prices reasonable, maybe up up a little bit. We understand that things happen. You got to you know adjust. It's cool. But when you charge that much more and at the end of the year, you're like, you made twice as much money as you've ever made in one year i don't know what happened i don't get that like how you know it's i don't know hey like i said i i don't i don't know wall street and i don't know all this other stuff but it just doesn't seem oh, to add up like, wall street it's not wall street it's like silicon valley people that are all just making a bunch of, but that's the thing is like i i mean that's cable companies like the biggest monopoly we have guidelines that say don't have a monopoly yet there's plenty that we can all point to that's like and all the gas stations you're telling me that 349, 349, and the one's 343, they all don't switch their pricing and start doing things back and forth. It either it always goes up though. It never goes down. They have like a established rule amongst them where it's like now. Nah. I mean, right now it's like 340, I think, where I'm at. Yeah, I think it's about the same here. Um, I heard in Texas or or Florida, Florida's pretty cheap in gas right now. I don't know if it's true. I heard it was like 275 or something. I'm like, damn, that's not too bad. Are you nervous about going to Florida? No, why? Gators. Oh man, people. I want to wrestle. I want to wrestle wrestle with gators so man, What people? Wait, wait. <laughs> I said, why is it crazy people? <laughs> oh, cra- yeah, yeah, there's crazy people. <laughs> there's lots of crazy people. What do you mean you want to wrestle a gator? Is that a life goal? Yeah, I told the wife uh, on the way down. If there's a gator on the side of the road, like once we get into Florida, I'm gonna jump out and I'm wrestling. I wanna, I wanna, I'm gonna take it and put it on the grill, and then. She looked it up, and it's like a five thousand dollar fine to like mess with the gators. And I was like, "Well, I guess I ain't wrestling the gator then, because that's not happening." <laughs> well, why is it five thousand dollars? I think they'd be giving you five thousand dollars for taking out a gator. You know how many of those animals those things eat? I, they're protected. I, well, which what? which I understand. Yeah, yeah, you like can't, an eagle. Can't, yeah, you can't you can't harm the gators. You got to have like a license and, and tags and and check them in at like at stations <laughs> when you kill them. It took Chubbs's hand. I have to take him out. Right. Poor Chubbs, man. <laughs> it's all in the hips. <laughs> oh, I was about to say that. I was about to say that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, you know, I love like the Gator, you know, the Gator people show, the Swamp people, whatever. And I'm like, man, I could, I could wrestle one of them Gators. So I was going to try it. I was going to wrestle a Gator. Not like a giant one, not a 14 footer, but maybe like an eight footer, you know? Like a baby one. Yeah, like yeah, probably like a three footer. That has like its mouth kind of wrapped shut, and you know, like the lobsters and the aquariums and the food lines that they used to have, where their hands are pinched. Yeah, you got to do that yourself with electrical tape. They don't, you don't, they don't come out of the woods with their mouth wrapped. (laughs) I I wouldn't trust it. I wouldn't trust it. They hold down on their head and they can't open. That's what they say until it opens. Wrap it with electrical tape, and it bites your arm and does that barrel roll thing, and your whole bone comes out. Yeah. That's see the, the 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 caveman side of me says go wrestle that gator and then like 
you know, kill it and, and cook it for the family. We'll eat gator in Florida. But then my 40-year-old side says, I'll be on the news. Like, stupid Baltimore man comes to Florida, wrestles a gator, gets his arm ripped off on vacation. So I'm like, maybe I should, you know. Do you let that caveman side out a lot? Uh, no, I'm getting older. So it's kind of uh, it's falling to the wayside. But, you know, I used to be kind of a caveman i guess you know do you find that since you live in baltimore that you have like a different experience like i notice it with maryland stuff like every time i go to a royal farms at like two o'clock in the morning because my work is at 4 a.m so like i have to go to royal farms get a powerade or something if i'm gonna work out and i always come across somebody on drugs every single time and i just can't help it now like i just i at this point i have no attention span for shit anymore i just go and try and pay and they go hey man i'm like no, I'm just not even going to acknowledge it. Hey, man, I know you hear me, man. I'm like, nah, I don't hear you. I don't hear you at all. Because there's, what do you do? You don't interact. I'm just curious if you have that at all in Baltimore. Obviously, you have some stuff that goes on, but do you come into, like, do you find that you have less of an intention span for shit? Uh, yeah, you almost, like, become immune to it or uh, desensitized to it, I guess you could call it. Um, and And I like to help people. Like, if I see someone in need, I like to help them, you know. But, like, if you're on the side of the road and I'm driving by in the middle of nowhere and, and I see you broke down and someone trying to do something, my, my instinct is to pull over and say, hey, you got a, you got a jack, you got a, a wrench, do you need help or whatever. But at the same time, it's like, you got to be careful because you hear stories of people, like, asking for help and they're just setting you up just to get you. That's how I felt the other day. Yeah, what do you do nowadays? I was at a Wawa in my car when I parked it. It died. And so when I went back out to it, I went to start it. It wasn't even turning over. I was like, what the fuck are we talking about? And this is like, like I said, it's like three o'clock in the morning. I'm getting ready to go to work. And I'm like, this is not the time. So I'm about to start walking to work. And then I ran over to this like cop guy or security guy. And um, you could already tell as he was pulling the pump from the car, he looked and saw me running. He was like, no, God no and then i just went off i was like sir i was like my car just died um i don't know if you have a jump or anything so i can't jump you we'll mess up the computer in the car and i'm like all right thank you and then i walked away and then i guess he saw that I, since i was walking away i wasn't a crazy person i was gonna be like well could you give me a ride and uh he just walked over he's like go get a coke and i was like oh i know what this trick is and i honestly don't think it's gonna work and then he goes and pours it on like on the battery little part and it, it didn't work and um so these guys helped me push my car to a parking spot and the guy's like you good and uh like you need a ride or anything to your work and i'm like i'll just walk it dude thanks man and um he goes okay and as he's going back inside i kind of had a freak out in my car i grabbed the steering wheel and start shaking it and then like start punching my steering wheel because usually if i hit my car it works it's 30 years old and um it's how, it's how the heat came back on uh before i was smoking cigarettes on my way to work to warm myself up during winter because it was just yeah rough days bro rough days um yeah, yeah. but i love the car and uh so i finally turned it and it actually started and then now i'm driving off and people are like i just fucking what the and then i'm like i feel like such a piece of shit i'm so sorry and i just drove so i mean i don't know those experiences happen yeah yeah i mean uh my cars my wife's got the newer one um because she always has the kids everywhere she goes so my truck is 23 years old and our other vehicle is uh 22 years old so i know what you mean you know you run into problems little hiccups but uh it's all good it, it, the, the coke on the battery trick does help a little but the problem is you really got to have a wrench to take off that terminal and pour it on there and it eats it 
if you just pour it straight over the terminal where that lead post is sticking off your battery and it's clamped to it, it doesn't really clean the inside. But it, so if you're going to take the, the terminal off the battery, you might as well just wipe it off with anything and put it back on. There's no point in even using the Coke thing, I guess. But yeah. I've, I've had to do it before. We did the whole gambit. I don't know who discovered the Coke trick. I would like to know who was the first person to try that out. Be like, hey, why don't you pour Coke on it? It's like, what the hell did that guy just say? And then it worked. He's like, you're a genius. Yeah, I almost think it's like it cleans it a little, cleans the the the, uh, the powder, like the battery acid that builds up on there, cleans it off a little bit, but probably just helps make a connection, you know, with the, with the fluid in there in between all that gunk probably helps make a connection. But honestly, it's just a bigger uh, advertisement to let people say, don't ever drink Coke, because if you're putting that in your body and it can help a battery out in a bad situation, I don't think that's going to be good for you. It's like the old stereotype where it's like, how much Mountain Dew do you drink? You probably have no sperm count. I was like, I'd like to see who started these rumors and lies. I don't know. Mountain Dew's uh, my favorite. I don't drink soda really but uh mountain dew is good the only time i drink coke is if i pour some whiskey in it so and that's rare that i even do that but like a little you know let's say six ounces of coke once every month or something with a little with a little whiskey in it that's not gonna hurt you but if you're drinking that crap all day every day yeah that's that's bad that's a problem some people do two two liters in a day i drink plain old water i'll just take nothing that's fine not drinking water <laughs> water's water's terrible uh as far as you know there's no flavor there's no nothing but you feel better just drink okay. the water that's fair got hey, any hey, uh you're what? a health guru you should be drinking water what are you talking about i don't about? need water i don't need water fitness is enough um <laughs> uh you got any interest that of recent i would say anything that you're super focused into you mentioned you have a smoker did you smoke before when we hung out, were you into smoking? I know we bought, yeah, okay, we bought a, because my buddy's getting interested in that too. And I'm noticing a lot more people getting interested in smoking meats now, where I'm like, is this the new trend? Like how Dungeons and Dragons got really big after Stranger Things? Yeah, I think it is a, it is a big trend. It, it definitely uh, skyrocketed in the last couple of years. And it might've, it might've started to kind of plateau a little bit. It was really getting crazy. And, and it was cool because people, design new smokers new uh methods new products new stuff so it was cool but i mean i always I've, I've had a smoker for years uh my brother gave me my first one and i'm still no pro at it but the one i'm using today is is like a cheater they call it like a lot of people call it like you know you ever heard of easy bake oven i'm just stuck on the part you said that you're not a pro at it but you just mentioned earlier about smoking a gator that seems like the end of the manual of like you've made it to step 10 now you can just smoke a bunch of exotic shit yeah it's it's not that hard it's, as long as you regulate your temperature at a good low steady temperature you put some good seasoning on your on your meat and you get it get your meat to like room temperature before you put it on their smoker that's it and then when you're done wrap it up and let it sit till it cools down a little bit and all the juice like reabsorbs back into the meat. If you cut it hot off the smoker, you cut right into it, all the juice pours out. So if you eat it right away, it's okay. But when it cools down, the meat will be dry. So you let you, you let it rest and, and the the fluid like goes back into the meat so it stays juicy that way or moist if that doesn't bother you. <laughs> oh, thanks for the tutorial, Dad. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's so it's so simple. And it, like I said, you ever heard of Easy Bake Oven? Uh, my newest one is uh, a lot of people joke called it like an Easy Bake, you know, smoker because it's you, you plug it in, 
And it's a little portable joint. It's cool. It's not like the big, you know, uh, Traegers and all that stuff. They're awesome too. But uh, you plug it in, you turn the dial to like whatever temperature you want. I always go low, like 225. Season a big piece of meat, stick it on there, close the lid. It's got a meat probe. It tells you what temperature, you know, the inside of the meat is. And you just wait a few hours and you're good. Do you need anything more than that? I feel like some people go a little bit too extreme where they're like, my uh, smoker has its own TV and also has a mini fridge and also it can talk to you. I'm like, why do you need that? Just You just need it to do what the job is. You don't need any essential stuff. It's like when someone buys a house, like must have an in-ground pool. I'm like, that's going to limit so many of your options. Just That's just not even financially responsible. If you got money, get the get the in-ground pool, get the smoker with the TV. You know, I, if I was rich, I would probably have a smoker with a TV on it. So I could be watching the, the Orioles game, drinking a beer and, and hanging out by the grill, I guess. But, but if you had money, you just go to the game. It's not that expensive. Yeah, yeah, but I'd rather be at home than any That's game. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I would like to get over like a Ravens game or another football game, but I, I know all my friends are doing that. I guess that's a part in like your mid twenties where everyone starts going to like football games. A lot of people going to hockey games. I would like to go to one eventually, but I just, it's a, it's a whole trip and a half. You know what I mean? Like we drive seven hours to go to a place to watch a game and then you have to drive back to seven hours. Like I could just turn on my TV. Um, you could, you could probably go, three hours to get to a, a legit pro hockey rink i'm sure that's still a while it is it is a while but for us uh we used to have um well we had the washington capitals nearby so i could always go to a capitals game it's only like an hour away or something that's not bad for you for you it's a little longer but we used to go uh when i grew up we had skipjacks in baltimore so they were like uh i guess they were pro but they weren't i don't know if they were nhl i don't know if they were i don't think they were nhl they were like a step under amateur league yeah it was a skipjack so the baltimore skipjacks because the skipjack is a uh like a big big sailboat and baltimore was known for back in the day for building and, and um like uh reconstructing like sailboats like if you had problems with your sailboat you brought it into port baltimore and they could rebuild your 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 ships and all that i didn't know that yeah, so Baltimore like had a big like sailing industry, and they're still big with the port. We have a big Baltimore port and everything. Hell, my work is like a quarter mile away from you know the biggest port in Baltimore, so that's where I'm at now. But um, yeah, it's yeah. We I used to go to those games, and my wife's uncle was actually on the team. So he's yeah, he passed away young. He got an accident. A, a woman ran a a red light and hit him, and he flew out of the car and passed away. Oh. But, uh, yeah, but uh, you know, he he was he was like a semi-pro hockey player, and she got to go to a bunch of games. It's funny because even when I grew up, I was big into ice skating. I I was trying to get on a hockey team when I was growing up, and and so I, I used to go and watch hockey games and all kind of stuff. Man, hockey's awesome. We should go one day. It's fun for the fights. I like to see him fight and stuff like that. But those I've watched. Like my buddy used to play ice hockey, so I'd go to like I think. Oh God, I'm gonna blank on the name of it. It's about an hour, hour and a half away from my house. There's a small little ice rink, skating rink, and um, in Delaware, and uh, I would watch him play. But those hits those people do, holy shit, man! That would I would get shit myself immediately as soon as someone hit me. Yeah, yeah, man. Those those guys are like next level athletes. They're they're barbarians, like like the legit pro level. I mean, even even some guys on their way up too, obviously. But like the pro level guys, man, they go out there. 
and they're skating hard as heck all around. It's like 100% effort the whole time. They're nailing each other. Their teeth are falling out. They're all beat up. It's it's wild. There's some there's some there's some crazy dudes right there. Sports, fun stuff. All right, so we got a. I want. I asked what what's an interesting thing you've been focused into as of the past time we talked. You do a lot. Uh, Come on, you got to tell me. You got to have one interesting thing that you've been like really super hyper focused into. I mean, really, just uh, no, not really. I mean, a, a little bit of everything, man. You know, uh, we all got mountain bikes recently, so the kids and I, and we've been, you know, we go to the state park, we go, we go ride and we do a little stuff like that. But is that 40 thing affecting you? Like, are you feeling like you need to do more healthier stuff? Uh, not do healthier stuff, just do less of the things that aren't healthy, I guess. Okay. Which is kind of the same thing, but, uh, I already eat healthy stuff. I already drink water all the time. I'm already a, a pretty physical person i'm in fairly good shape for for my age but uh did you do you still do hot sauce oh yeah, oh, yeah. okay i cut it yeah, out I, completely no 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 you cut it out completely yeah why i just i did, don't need it anymore i don't i didn't want it anymore you know what i mean like it was fun for a while of doing a lot of it but then eventually it was just like i don't know I it, it it doesn't make food really enjoyable if you pour a lot on. You know what I mean? You can put like a little bit here and have a dash here and there, but honestly, I just I'm trying to go less sodium and all those condiments and things of that sort, which is difficult. But I still got a cereal addiction. I got to kick because that thing's getting oh ridiculous. no, it's still hooked, huh? God, dude, like I go through four boxes in three days. I probably asked you before. Have you ever tried that s'mores cereal in in the big bag? That stuff I is I do that. Oh, you're talking about the Malta meals, the Malta. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think it is Malta meal brand or something. But uh, my kids opened a bag last night, and it was a big bag. And we sat on the couch and we started eating it like dry because it's so good, even dry. And then next yeah. thing you know, somebody got a bowl out, and we just like smashed almost the whole bag at like one o'clock in the morning. Good times, <laughs> good times, right there. That's me at yeah, one o'clock in the morning because. At one o'clock in the morning, I'm walking downstairs. I'm kind of hungry. I just end up grabbing a bag of cinnamon toast crunch and just tearing it up. Yeah, I can eat a whole box of cinnamon toast crunch in, in one sitting. So I gotta be careful. See, that's that's what I, like, I don't have to eat healthier. I just have to slow down on the the not so healthy stuff. Like if you want to eat a bowl of cereal, eat one bowl. I don't need to eat the whole box. You know, just gotta cut back a little bit. Yeah, but it's hard not to not eat the whole box. It's very hard. It's very hard. I'm mean, thinking about how big those bags are, and we ate almost that whole bag. It's meant to so, feed yeah. a family of five. <laughs> it fed me. So. <laughs> <laughs> I always uh, an interest for me is I've been getting really interested into those fitness influencers because I saw this guy that like there's a bunch because I work at a gym, so obviously I'm friends with all the trainers, and I'm basically know everybody in town, and um, because everybody goes to the gym like if it's once a month or something, and there's a bunch of people starting fitness accounts. Like as soon as you start working on everyone joints, fitness like just changes their profile name to fit or something like that. And I'm like, oh God. Um, and then all they do is put up fitness posts, which I don't mind. But I someone put up on their story and it was like a influencer. And I clicked on this influencer's page and he had clipped Joey Diaz from Joe Rogan's podcast talking about that if you blend up a banana, it's more calories than if you just eat it regularly, which is yeah, I heard I think I saw that clip. 
I yeah, don't so remember it exactly, but I was he's like, a, How does he's a comedian. He's joking around. He's just doing it for a bit. And the fitness influencer like, this is the fake news on Joe Rogan's show. And it starts going, I'm like, bro, he was just talking about sucking. Like, I don't even want to say like, he's literally, he starts his day off. Like, good morning, you cocksuckers have a beautiful day. Make it suck your dick. Like yeah. that's his, that's his start. And it's like, this guy's clipping it and giving fake and all these people are commenting like, Oh my God, thank you so much for calling out this misinformation. I'm just like, Oh my God, I just can't do it. I like Joey. He's, he, his voice is funny. Oh, you <laughs> like, <laughs> That's that jersey. I can't do jersey. it, but you, you get the point. You get the point. Yeah, he's a trip, man. I, I mean, I still like the Rogan podcast. I don't listen to it as much. Uh, if my new job, I uh, can't have headphones in anymore. Like, uh, I'm a inventory specialist at, at my job, so I'll just leave out where it, where That's it fine. is, yeah. but just for the hell of it. But uh, but yeah, just inventory stuff, you know, just working in a warehouse. I used to do commercial glass and home improvement, construction, all kind of stuff, plumbing, electric, roofing, you name it, tile work. I did it all. But what I got a little older. And, uh, what's that? What was the worst job? I I liked them all. I never. You never had a bad experience in a certain area or job you worked. No, I did commercial glass work. I got to go to the coolest places, meet the coolest people, see the coolest stuff. I did uh, home improvement work where I got to travel all around and once again, work in amazing homes and some crappy homes. And I met some cool people. I've, I've seen some wild stuff. So I can't complain about it. And all the stuff I learned along the way, I, I got I got no complaints, man. What's no. the wild stuff? The wild stuff? Well, when you're in construction uh for like decades you see some crazy people you come across some crazy situations you name it drugs fights you know give me uh, some examples i need a story well a story i mean geez you said wild long... shit now i'm entertained come on all right i mean i've i've been on jobs where people are just uh i don't know zooted out of their mind you know on on some on some old school drugs uh I don't, I, I can't even explain. I, I don't know. I mean, I've worked with guys who are like in and out of jail on a regular basis, just wild people, you know? And, and so I've, I've, I've seen, I've seen just about everything you could think of just being around these people. So do you, do you think that cultivated your personality at all? Yeah, definitely. Cause I grew up around, it. I grew up around it. My father owned a, a small um, contracting company. So he did, he did anything from like commercial work to residential work and anything anything in between so i got to go do some crazy stuff even at a young age and i i grew up doing it that's just what we did so you always have guys working for you that sometimes they're they're, they're a mess and some of these people you work with are, are characters they're trouble but you think some that, of them are good. do you think those experiences were important like just in life that everyone should have experiences like that because i always try and look at like for my life for instance like i didn't have a whole lot of rules um, mostly because my parents worked all the time, so nobody was really around. So it was just easier, like to like for me. I wonder what I would be like if I had a helicopter parent. You know what I mean? Like I feel like a kid needs to kind of experience like what's actually right and wrong. You touch a light bulb once, and then you know not to do it again. But then like having no restrictions, I could skate at one o'clock in the morning, but my dad knew I'd be home. So it's just like a different thing where it makes you think like. I don't know, because my generation, everyone's like a helicopter parent. And I'm like, guys, I fucking saw you do shots like a year ago at a bar. And all of them were on fire every single shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we grew up. Um, 
I was born in the early 80s. So when I started growing up, you could just get on your bike and be like, all right, mom and dad, I'm, I'll, I'll see you later. I'm going for a ride with the friends. And they're like, all right. And you come back 10 hours later and you rode your bike from like Baltimore to Annapolis and, and back and had some adventures in between. And, and as long as you came home, they didn't care. They didn't question. Hey, yeah, did you have fun? Yep. It was good. You know, see you in the morning. And they, they didn't care as long as you, because they were tired of shit. That's why they, they did not have the energy to ask and hear you tell. A, have you ever heard a kid tell a story? Yeah, that's true. Jesus. And, and one time I was, <laughs> God, they're going on for days. I'm like, hurry up, wrap it up. Jesus. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. I know I got kids. So trust me. Sometimes I'm sitting there for like 15 minutes. Like, uh, wrap it up. <laughs> uh, Cause I'm an uncle. So I, my brother's kid, um, kids, uh, the oldest one, when he tries to tell a story, he's like, and then Uncle Robbie, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then, and it's like 10 minutes of that. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck are we talking about? And I'm really nice about it. I'm like, that's fantastic. And then I'll like pat him on the head and walk off. He's like, I didn't even tell you it yet. And I'm like, we haven't oh. started. Oh, I'll be back. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got, like I said, I got kids. So I got a few. And I know how it is. But you just, you grin and bear it. You just go, uh-huh. Oh, wow. Oh, that's that's really cool. Good job. And in your head, you're doing math or some shit. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not paying attention. <laughs> but yeah, back in the day, we got to do basically whatever we wanted, man. We I used to go, we used to go walking around the harbor, Baltimore Harbor. We were like 10 years old, just get on the light rail train and go down the harbor, ride our bike down the harbor, lock your bike up and just walk around in the city. Like 10 years old, me and like uh two two friends and we would just go do whatever we wanted. But uh you know, they never had to worry about us not coming home or, or getting hurt or nothing cuz as long as you weren't messing with anyone pretty much back then nobody messed with you. So it's a little you different think, nowadays. Do you think it's better now or do you think it's worse? It's about the same, but there are some crazy people out there, so I don't want my kids at 10 years old to do quite everything we did. I, I still let them have you know, a lot of freedom because I got to see the positive side of having freedom. So, But, you know, we keep an eye on them. I don't, I don't, I don't helicopter. My wife pays a little closer attention, I guess you could say, because she's always, you know, she always knows where they're at, what they're doing. Sometimes she'll ask me, oh, where's so-and-so? And I'm like, I don't know. They were in here like an hour or two ago. Or, <laughs> let me look outside. Let me see where they're at. <laughs> but you know, they're they're having fun. They're with the neighbors' kids, riding up and down the road on their bike or whatever. It's like okay, they're they're good. But, I mean, besides just being a kid, though, do you think the times are better? I don't think they're a whole lot different. I don't. You know, I, I think you got a lot more information, but I just. You can't trust shit anymore. I hate to say, I don't think you probably could have trusted back then, but like I saw so many movie reviews for like Flash and I went to go see that the other day. There was a couple points where I was like, what the hell's going on? But then there's like, it's not a bad movie. It's actually really, really good. I would recommend going seeing it, but maybe don't take my movie advice. So I'm not a hypocrite, but there's a bunch of stuff. Every time I, I don't know if it's clickbait anymore. I'm just watching so many things just really start changing every single thing where someone's like, this movie was terrible. And then you're like, I have to go review it myself. And then you go and see it. You're like, damn it. I spent money on that ticket. Yeah. I don't, I don't take anyone's word for it with movies. I have a weird uh, sense of, like, I don't know what to call it, but like my, 
my what I would call entertainment. It must be different than a lot of people because I can watch movies that people seem to hate, and I'm like, eh, I mean, yeah, it was. It might be a little cheesy or this or that, but I'm like, it was entertaining. It was good. I like uh, I like to, you know, watch a movie and just kind of forget about the world for an hour and a half, and I don't mind. Like a lot of people hate on a movie, but I think they're great. You know. Plus, you get to sit in the recliners in the theater and just relax. Yeah, I'm, well, usually I'm at home doing it, you know, because we got the, you know, we, we got the surround sound and we'll we'll put that oh, on. Like, I, I just watch. You know, it's nothing crazy. It's just a decent little, you know, surround sound. I got actually got it from my old boss. He uh, he brought it to work and he got a new one and he he always bought like the newest, latest, greatest, all kind of stuff. And he'd come to work and one time he came in with a nice surround sound, a big Yamaha stereo. And he was like, hey, do you want this 100, 150 bucks? And I'm like, shit, like, that's a good deal. And I was like, I'll give you like 10 bucks a week. How about that? And he's like, I don't care. And he's like, so he literally took like $10 a week off my paycheck. And I went home that day with that big stereo. So I've been using that. Yeah. I, have, I have a weird way of getting good stuff without paying like big money for it. You know, I think it's because you're you're a charming person. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't ask him for it. He came in and he was trying to, you know, sell it, and I was like, I'll take it, you know. But I, I can't, you know, at the time I was like, I can't give you one hundred fifty dollars right here. I was like, how about some, you know, payments? And he was like, yeah, ten bucks, fifteen bucks, whatever here and there. He's like, yeah, that's fine. Hey man, he do me a, do me a favor. All right, what's the favor? I need you to go kill my ex wife. Excuse me. You want the stereo, right? Kill my ex wife. All right. Do I have to make it look like like an accident or what? OJ-er. OJ-er. <laughs> Yo, so you want to hear something crazy? I don't even think he's listening to this, so hopefully we'll be good on this. So I was talking – you know I've been trying to get OJ on my show for an extremely long time, since like the beginning. I've reached out to that man three times every single year, and I have not gotten a response back from him. I'm in my fifth year right now of this show, okay? So that's commitment right there. That's three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen. 15 times I've reached out to him. Okay. We got another one coming up here in a couple of months. I always try and do it every like three or four months. Um, yeah. You don't want to bug him too much in one shot and have him block you. Right. I know. That's the scary part. Being blocked by OJ. That means he knows you. It's like, oh, shit. And then he's going to come looking for you. Look, I don't know anything about the court stuff. So I'm trying to stay out of it until I talk to him. And um, so I told a friend of mine who's a trainer at the gym and, uh, <laughs> He was like, yeah, did you ever talk to uh, the guy that was supposed to be the person that was killed that night? And I was like, excuse me? And he goes, there's a 30 for 30 on the whole situation. And he tells me the guy's name. I followed him on Instagram. So the guy had a private account. That means he had to accept my follow request. So I so I was like, I don't think this is going to happen. And I just hit follow. And um, I said pending. And I was like, well, he's probably not going to accept it because he doesn't know me. Next thing I know, it says accepted. I go, holy shit. We were just like, it is only 10 minutes had passed. And I showed him the phone and he goes, oh my God, dude, you got to get him on your show. And I was like, oh, um, okay, I'm going to send him a message. So I sent him a message. I said, hey, my name's Robbie. I've never looked into the OJ stuff before, but then I heard, I saw you on the 30 for 30 and I would like to talk to you on my show. And he's like, it said scene. And then he went and I guess must've looked at my show and he sent me a message. He's like, I looked over your show. It's pretty cool. I don't want to talk about it now, but maybe somewhere down the road. And I was like, oh, so I'm still Ooh. following him, but he was the yeah. apparent. Apparently his name's his name's Keith. I'm not saying his last name. I'm sure anybody can look it up. Um, he was the guy that was supposed to apparently she had left her purse or something. She left something there. And he was like, OJ's watching the house. I can't go over there. So I need you and gave it to his coworker to go drop it off. And then apparently that guy was the one who got killed. And uh Goldman or something. 
I guess, but I see I have I haven't looked into the court thing because I am specifically only want to talk about Naked Gun with OJ. And then afterwards I can go into the court stuff. Yeah, yeah, Naked Gun with OJ. He was Yeah, great we're movie. missing a whole timeline of information cuz nobody's ever asked him about the Naked Gun shit. So it's like I would love to know about Naked Gun and people can get mad all they want like how dare you give this guy a platform. I was like, look, if I got him on my show, I would just ask him questions about Naked Gun and at the ending of it when I edit it, I would just put really quietly in the did you do it? And then him just ignoring it the whole time, but I would have it scattered throughout. So it would just be like, oh, no. <laughs> you know, that'd be hilarious. I would take a dive for no. that. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I guess I shouldn't have any sympathy for him because obviously uh, I think it's, I think it's pretty safe to say that he, he definitely did it, but I don't know. I, I, I'm not a judge. I'm not a lawyer. I wasn't there. I, I can't say anyone did anything. I wasn't there to see it, but I think the odds are that he did it, you know. Okay. But I don't know. I'm uh, I'm glad it's not my decision. Uh, if this is the episode that he watches that says no to my show, I'll be really pissed off. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, if he winds up watching this one conversation and he's like, you know what, screw these guys. Out of the fifteen hundred I have, I said he's he's like, oh, so I clicked on it because he's an Orioles fan. And I'm like, God damn it, Justin. Look, we'll we'll be in Ocean City next year, and he's gonna show up. Me and you hanging out. Hey, fellas, how's it going? Can you imagine getting a beer with OJ at a bar? Yeah. Dude, people still love him. Have you seen him? Like his Instagram stuff? He's like hanging out with all, you know, all these pretty girls and they're partying with him. I'm like, did you read the comments? You read the comments on that one? Yeah, that's that's a little risky hanging out with that guy. If you read the comments on the video, it's like, OJ, happy to see you again. Then it's like knife murderer, 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 killer. Then it's like, how's Denise doing? And it's like just random like one-off comments that are like asking about his day. Yeah, he's a he's a strange character. But uh going back to the movie thing, man, he uh he was great in in Naked Gun, what, 33 and a third, I believe it was. 33 and a third. He was in all he was in all three. Was he in all three of them? Wow. No, his name was uh, Nordberg or something in the movie, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> Nordberg. Dude, I just watched uh, 33 and 3rd uh, a few weeks ago. It just came on TV and I was watching it. Man, that movie is so funny. Leslie Nielsen is a rest in peace, but he is like a star character. In his interviews that he used to do on television, he would bring a fart thing. So he would just hit hit the little fart thing. You can watch the clips of him. Like, oh, excuse me. And it, and he just do the fart noises. I'm like, that's what you want. He was older. He didn't care. He didn't care about the interview stuff. But it's not being disrespectful to the interviewer. It's just having fun in the interview. Like every time I see something now, it seems like everybody's ready for like a hard-hitting question or something. And it's all about gotchas. Remember back in the day, they had the Cooter Shot magazines. Now everything's gotcha interviews. And I'm like, you don't need to do that. It makes this doing this conversation shit fucking difficult. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't really care for a whole lot of that extreme stuff, you know. Maybe a little bit more when I was younger, but you know, I, I like I like shows with just conversation because sometimes, like I used to at work, be able to put one earbud in, even though I was operating some equipment. They never they never said anything, so I could listen to your podcast, Rogan, all those the all kind of stuff all, all day long. I mean, day after day, and it was just. To get to hear of like a unique, uh, you know, someone's unique take on something or their view on something or learn about something new. And I like the scientist stuff. I love podcasts where you got like a regular guy, like one of us, regular guy. Um, but you're talking to like 
extreme level, you know, scientists or, or doctor. I know it's a weird term, I guess, extreme level doctor. It's kind of weird, but you know what I mean? Like next level, top notch, you know, when you, when you hear their, their, the information they can tell you, you're like, man, that's, there's some incredible stuff out there that I, I know nothing about. So you don't get that stuff in, in a, in a 15 second TikTok, you know, clips, you, you might, they might show you cool facts, but they don't, they don't sink in because it's just one clip after the other, after the other. And they're all really cool, but nothing really sticks with you. But when you listen to a, a long uh, format show or an hour or more, you, you usually, you know, you're talking to me, you're not going to hear a whole lot of uh, mind blowing facts, but you know, when you, when you listen to like some of your guests, the, these doctors and these really cool people, it's, it's pretty wild. You know, I learned some stuff by the end. Well, I like this because I need a break between all the learning and all that. And this is this is just different. Like I'm sure there's a lot of people that'll be like tune. You need a break from learning, so you talk to me. <laughs> well, this is just like I can I can actually have a conversation and be able to sit and you know BS. It wasn't an insult. It was more of a compliment. It's like I need I need those breakups of that because like after I mean I learn a lot about history. I'm very interested in that. I'm sure there's a bunch of people that tuned out just because they want to hear this and this and this. I'm getting interested in like the Manson stuff. I think I've evolved as a person, but then I also like to sit and like joke around. Like this just feels like a phone call between friends. Like and we're just like that's the whole point of the show though. Is just I'm letting everyone in on the conversation that I'm having. It doesn't need to be a specific targeted thing. But not a lot of people want that. We're like. In I guess the information age, but a lot of people just want specific things that fit their thing and biased, and that's like to me it's just nuts because the world's not like that. I think uh, <clears throat> a majority of people don't want it, but this, the number of people that actually do might be a small percentage, but it's still a massive number. What if one percent of the world likes the the long form conversation podcast? Still a massive number. 1% is huge. I'm big amongst truck drivers. I know that much. Okay. I, I can when, see that. When they're driving, they like listening to it. Yeah. If I was on the road for hours a day, I'd, I'd do the same. When I was at work and I could listen to headphones, I, I listen to you all the time. But unfortunately, I can't now. And they kind of cracked down in the beginning when I got in this job. They kind of let you do it a little bit. And then Have you now listened to any of my JFK stuff? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, um, there that. was one guy uh, recently, I forget, and he got into a whole bunch of cool stuff. And you already kind of knew everything he was going, like, kind of talking about. You already knew the names. You already knew the situations and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, that was a good one because I didn't know. So when you hear, you know, him t him describing stuff and then you already knew it all, too, it was cool. But it was all kind of new to me. I've, I've seen plenty of uh, JFK stuff. And uh, so I have a good idea what, what's going on. And you better watch my film when it comes out. <clears throat> you know, I will. It's I'm trying to get it on Netflix. I was at work and this guy comes up to me, and goes, you Robbie. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, you make it a film. And I was like, no, I don't think so. I have a podcast. Is that what you're asking about? And he's like, no, you're making a film. And I was like, I'm making a, film i'm making i didn't really tell anybody but one person and i think this is what happened the person i told happens to work at an urgent care clinic and i guess he must have gone in there because she had mentioned seeing him 
and um, must have mentioned something. He goes, well, I work for Wonder Film. And I was like, what's Wonder Film? He's like, and I looked it up. So they made the movie Primal with Nick Cage on Netflix. They made a bunch of like, they work with Mark Wahlberg all the time. They work with Morgan Freeman all the time. He's like, the only reason I work there is my buddy owns the company. So I got a job there. And he was like, if you send me your sales pitch of your film, I'll send it to my buddy. And then when it comes out, they'll be able to help you publish it on a platform or something like that. I'm like, damn, all right. Um, I don't know when that's going to be because I've been slacking on it. Honestly, I'm slacking on the podcast. I'm slacking on everything. I'm in the music now. Okay. It's just fun well, for me. Well, going back to the film thing, like, uh, I wonder if you could even talk to him. Like, well, look, here's my ideas. I don't have like uh like uh what do you call it um like a pilot to show you or anything like this but if if you could help point me in the right direction and get me a little help get me going i think this could be really good you know maybe well, maybe he, he'd be... he's seen the podcast he's seen who i've had on so he's not putting a whole bunch of like i wouldn't say he's not putting no effort or no faith in me he understands like i do get some like I've talked to federal judges who are part of the assassination records review board. So everything that I'm showing in the JFK thing is not fantasy. It's all legit documentation over 64,000 things of documents I've been through. Um, I actually said what Tucker Carlson said before he even said it. And I'm sure people have been saying it longer than I have, but it was the documents I actually had lined up about the MK ultra stuff with Jack Ruby that I came across. And it's crazy now. Cause I'm digging through all like the garage stuff. Um, and it's all my grandma's stuff in there. So there's – she almost married a JFK Secret Service agent. So I, we're coming across all these photos of her, like almost first husband with JFK and like all this stuff. And she has so much books on the RFK assassination. I was like, damn, so she was more interested in the RFK one than she was with JFK. Yeah, that's a that's a fascinating uh, situation. I don't think we'll ever be told the truth because if it if it comes down to the government doing something, you're probably not going to really hear about it, unfortunately. But I mean, you, you talk about all that stuff and you, you I'm not, I'm not going to get too deep into it, but it's, it's crazy. Like Ruby was in jail and who's the guy that came to meet him? The psychiatrist who dosed him up. Uh, and, Joy on West. What's his name? Joy on West. So oh, J -O Jolly, West. Jolly West. Yeah. He was the same therapist for our psychiatrist for Charles Manson too. He, right. And he just mysteriously shows up when Ruby's in jail and, and doses him and makes him lose his mind. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? That's to me, which is really fascinating. Like, I, if you like, so you like the academic stuff. Do you like the more sciencey stuff or do you like the history stuff? Okay. No, science, history. I, I love all that stuff. And I'm a, I'm a, I mean, it may not be a, a you know, I'll try and get more on so I can get you back as a listener. How about that? Shit. Yeah, man, I love it. I love, I love math, science, history, all that stuff. It's great. What, but what about history? What about it? all of it? Okay, Genghis Khan, Roman, oh, that's Greek. far back. Fuck, <laughs> I was thinking oh, like thirty years ago or something. I don't know any of it. Uh, the the really cool, you know, government conspiracy stuff. I love conspiracy theories. Like Careful I don't, I don't word. subscribe to them all. I'm not, I'm not saying they're all real, but they're fun. They're fun. Care careful with that word. JFK is not a conspiracy. No, um, but technically it is if you have, what, two or more people in on a plan, it's a conspiracy, right? That's so, really what it means. The interesting thing to me, and it's not even conspiratorial. Like I said, everything I'm showing is documentation. I had a person on here talk about covert action, and he studies the Kennedy assassination. And I was like, you're an academic in the UK who studies intelligence operations and covert action. And he was like, so we're talking about it. I go, do you believe conspiracy in the Kennedy assassination? And he was like, 
I don't think there's a question of if there was a conspiracy because there's so much evidence of a cover-up. And I was like, there, I want to use that in my film. And like, I, I, I mean, he's a academic guy, has a field of study and everything, has degrees, everything. And that's a lot of the Kennedy researchers too, but it just has more weight when an academic who studies the BS. And we got into like Northwoods and all those operations that were going on. And I think people know about Northwoods, but they don't actually know what Northwoods was. Like Northwoods was a plan to blow up a airliner and call and blame it on the Cubans and say that's that. So that gives us incentive to go over there. But if you actually read, read the document, they were like, if you can find a sports team that's flying on an athletic trip and you can down the aircraft and then blame it on the Cubans. I'm like, I know they're just writing it down and just talking about it, but that's fucking nuts to me. Yeah, you don't do that, regardless regardless of the reason. If you if you need to go <clears throat> invade somewhere, do something for the right reasons, I, I you know just be honest and open. You know, almost let the public know really what's going on. But when you hide it and you want to talk about coming up with plans to sink cruise liners and blaming it on Cubans and airplanes and blaming it on Cubans. They're like, man, that's, that's a dark road. We don't need to go down there. We I think it makes to. you believe it more in a deep state than anything. I think a lot more people are probably in belief that there's something else going on, whether it's a business with like capitalistic system entangled into things, everybody's out there to make money, but we have like even academics study it, which is business influenced research. Like how many academics are not held up to academic, integrity for their research because they're funded by a certain organization. Tobacco was the big responsible leader in that one. In the beginning, they funded all the tobacco studies to say that tobacco didn't have any damaging health effects. And they lied. And I think it was only for 50,000. No, no, no. So the sugar industry also did it. The sugar industry lied and said it wasn't sugar that makes you fat. It's fat. Fat makes you fat. So there was this whole anti-fat trend and that was only over $50,000. So it was like, you just messed up. And that's why everyone's perceptions of everything are off. The news, the what's right and wrong, the food industry. I mean, I'm not the person to tell you what's right or wrong at all, but the health yeah, industry I mean, is ridiculous. Yeah, I think uh, one of the biggest health problems in, in, in our country is uh, sugar. If, if, if we cut back on sugar, I think we'd all be a lot healthier because it causes, it causes a majority of the issues we have. Uh, you can get all the sugar you need naturally through fruits and vegetables and, and other foods like uh, that have carbohydrates and all that other stuff. You don't need uh, all these candies dipped in sparkly sour coatings and all this other crap that people eat. Like I know they taste good. I know they do, but delicious. It, they are, but you that's the problem. Anything that's that good. What, what is it? It's bad for you. Anything that's that good is bad for you. Eat it once in a blue moon. Just don't eat it. Every day. Don't when eat. does a blue moon happen? I don't know. You Google it. I don't know. You're going to have a guy get on a diabetic coma because he's like, blue moon's out. And then he just fucking runs to the pantry and starts ripping open bags of Sour Patch Kids. I don't know. I've never seen a blue moon. So maybe that's the point. Maybe uh, maybe you never get to eat it. I don't know. But, I mean, we all know. We all know that uh, sugar is terrible and eating all that candy is terrible. And you should eat natural foods and stuff like that we all know you shouldn't eat processed foods it's common but sugar-free stuff isn't good either 
No, not sugar-free. I don't eat sugar-free either. But uh, and like I said, I'm not a doctor, and, and everyone's health is their own situation. Also, I'm not I'm not you know telling anybody what to do. But uh, eating all nothing but processed food and eating nothing but sweet, sugary stuff all the time, it's just not good. It's all it's simple. It's just not good for you. The the issue is not about giving medical advice or telling people what to eat. That the issue is is if you go and try and search up what to eat, you are inundated with so much that there is literally confusion that starts to happen. And I get the question every time I'm at the gym or something. They're like, I just bought a gym membership. You got any recommendations on what to eat or what to lift or what to this? It's like, I'm not ever going to give anybody advice on what to eat and what to do that. I do six hours of cardio. That's not healthy. That hurts. Yeah, but probably I, not healthy. Yeah, I was like, I'm probably going to have bad joints when I'm 30. And I'm just like telling people, I was like, you got to like kind of figure it out. But then I hear it like I'm at the gym you know, where summertime's approaching, it's all these kids coming in and they're like, yeah, bro. And it's the beginner gain. So they start getting muscle really like in the beginning and it slowly starts to wean off after six months. But um, they start going, yeah, bro, just take this and take this and take this. And now I'm seeing kids use steroids and I'm like, holy shit. Cause it's so normal now. Like you can get like legal steroids now and it's not, it's not controversial like it was back in the day. Like everyone can just be like, yeah, I'm on T-Booster. I'm on this or I'm on that. Jason yeah, Latone is on like, 50 things a T-booster. Is he? But he's an arm wrestler, so. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, I mean, it's tough, man. Uh, the kids are definitely influenced by uh, social media. They see nothing but these people that are in spectacular-looking shape, and they're doing all kind of crazy stuff in the gym, and they want to be like them, and they want to have a Instagram you know, page like them and and. It's fine if that's what you want to do, do it. But uh, and it's your choice if you want to take all the, all the steroids and all the tests and all the stuff to help get you there. You do your thing. It just, excuse me, burping. Uh, you it never ends well. That's all. You you see how it ends every time. It never it never goes well down the road when you're older. It's not a good situation. So you gotta be careful with any anything unnatural. But if you if you had one athlete you could talk to, who would it be? one athlete mine would probably be arnold arnold he'd be he'd be pretty good yeah he's got everything i need i need to talk about i want to talk about him marrying into the kennedys um because i need to know if he got the info um i guarantee it and also um yeah from the maid um but i also like how he's open about that he's like yep this is my kid so it happened. Not gonna act like it didn't. And I was like, yeah, you could really be like other actors or whoever celebrities and just ignore it and be like, it's false information for the rest of your life, and that would really suck. But you embrace it. That's good. Um, but also his weightlifting experience. I gotta know what the psychological manipulation of watching your body go from this ultimate size all the way down to what it is now—an aged body—and how everyone always goes, remember when you were like this, I was like, oh, that's the worst thing to ask him. Like, you'd have to ask that personally, but not on live television. They, I watched an interview with him and they literally showed all his old bodybuilding stuff and they go, what, what happened? And I was like, did you just ask him that? Oh, that's such a shit question. He's seven years old. That's what happened. I know he's been through so much. You can't, you can't be Mr. Olympia for 50 years running, you know, come on. It's not possible. Look at Ronnie you, Coleman. You know yeah, who Ronnie Coleman is? Yeah, I know who big Ronnie Coleman was. That guy was huge, man. That dude has crutches on his arms because he has to walk like this because all of his bones have atrophied. All Everything's all atrophied. I mean, he's got like his back fused like eight times. 
And I mean, he's what, 50 something? Like, he put his body through fucking hell. But, like, that's the he thing. Said he, like, wouldn't, he said he wouldn't change a, a bit of it, though. I know, yeah. He said he wouldn't change a bit of it. Well, he started a legit brand where you could just say, yeah, buddy, lightweight, lightweight. Like, that's all that. Like, to me, I would like, what, talk to him, too. Because I have to on I have to ask if he's on steroids. Not now he's not. I mean now to probably move, yeah, but I mean back then he had to be. Had to be. Yeah, you, you, I don't that. think it's possible to, to be that level that long without doing something. You got you know, now have you heard about all the peptides and all now? The what? Peptides? They're like you can get peptides from Amazon and they help you like lose weight or this or that. There's like a ton of different peptides. Well, what they're doing now is they're taking these like peptides and they're designing them in a way that they cause the same reaction as taking a steroid, but without taking the steroid. So like <clears throat> to beat tests and stuff like that. So you can, so you can, you know, get around like, like certain kind of testing and stuff, but like they have, they have peptides you can do. Where I guess you mix it, the powder with water, you drink it, whatever you're doing, and it causes like a reaction in your body and a chemical release and all kind of stuff that is like like hormones and steroids and all without without actually taking the steroid. They're that coming up with all kind of crazy stuff. That doesn't sound legal. Yeah, I, I think it's like kind of like legal now because uh, you know how they come out with designer drugs every so often. Um, no, they make designer purses. They don't make designer drugs. Yeah, designer drugs are a thing, dude. They uh, she's wearing they, the new Adderall by Louis Vuitton. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> but what they do is uh, they wired to the gills. They create drugs that aren't legal yet because they've never been invented. So they come up with a crazy new drug and they start selling it, and then it takes a couple years before government can test it, try to regulate it, and, and ban it, and all that stuff. So in that time, they're selling these crazy drugs and they make a ton of money, and they're not they're not illegal yet. So then what happens is as soon as they make them illegal, they already have the next one up and ready to sell and to start shipping it out. So it, it kind of never ends. They're always putting out new like new uh drugs and new, you know, compounds and stuff. Oh my god, it is real. Yeah, it's it's wild. It never That's ends. Fucking nuts. How, how is nobody on that? Uh there there are there are people on this stuff, dude. There there's a whole underground thing for it like and it, a lot of it comes from china and i'm not hating on china it's got nothing to do with nothing making fun of them or not they have but they have laboratories where these people are good they are skilled at creating new compounds and new uh like new molecule type like down to the down to the lowest level like creating new things so when they pump it out and they ship over tons and tons and tons of it Nobody knows what it is or how much to do or what it is. So people are dying left and right, but people are enjoying it, whatever the drugs may be. And, and it takes a couple of years before the government can finally like crack down and, and, and block it, ban it. And then as soon as they do. What do you think about pot being legal? About we, uh, well, starting in uh, July 1st, it'll be uh, legal here in Maryland. So I, I don't know how I feel about it. I think it's good and bad. I think it's good because it should be it should be legal. I think you should still watch your kids and don't let them start messing with stuff too young because I don't know about a gateway drug you know, per se, but uh, I don't think you should have your kids running around getting wasted all the time on anything. You know, yeah. 
I, I think I, I'd agree with you on that. I, there's just, I've done both, both the, I've done both the conversations about it of uh, good and bad parts about pop, but this isn't pop though. This is like really high synthetic shit. And that's yeah, like yeah, yeah. back when kids used to smoke, it took like 20 joints to get high. And now it's like, I mean, when I smoked, it took like two bowls, I think, you know, off some like, yeah. And now you take a puff and you're high for like four days where I'm like, I wonder if these kids are going to have like that really high PTSD trauma shit. It does happen. Some people, um, it messes with, it messes with their head. Some people almost have Me. like, you know, yeah, you can, you can have like a mental breakdown. Like I did. Too I've high. had, I've had a, yeah, it's, it's common with like really neurological disorders, like ADHD is one, um, but you have this adverse effect. And that's how I've always had with pot, which is like, I never had a good experience with it. But to me, it's just crazy because I'm like, damn, dude, that's really got to, if you're a parent, you got to really be watching what your kids have. I mean, Anabar, the thing that Joe Rogan mentions all the time is legal. They sell it at a head shop down here. And my buddy, the trainer I was mentioning, he was like, um, he was like, uh, yeah, I just got Anabar. He's like, dude, it's like Adderall. It makes you super focused. I was like, and it's legal? And like, yeah, I'm like, I don't get it. Like, why? Why do you need that? You, you don't. You know, uh, but the funny thing is uh, give that a couple years and that'll be illegal too. That it's a new, it's a new strand. It's a new thing. So it's, even though it may be like Adderall, they might've banned, you know, Adderall for just like recreational, like people selling it at a store. You got to get it through a doctor kind of thing. They'll, they'll wind up doing the same thing with, with the other stuff. It just takes time. It's a, it's a new chemical or a new compound or something new that isn't technically any other drug. So there's no law against it yet, but I'm sure all it takes is a kid to get hurt or overdose on it, and then they'll they'll block it, they'll ban it. But uh, does it, making it illegal actually get rid of it though? No, no, it just stops the stores from selling it. But doesn't it make it harder for people to get? But that also makes them go to scarier situations. Mm -hmm. So what's the right choice? Better education. Yeah, better education is number one. That 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 covers all aspects of life, doesn't it? Yeah, but at, at a parent, you'd be like, you know, don't do alcohol and then don't do drugs. And then it's like, now you got to be like, let me list off every single fucking thing that's a drug. And it's like, you'll be sitting there for decades with your kid trying to rattle them through the old bees knees routine. Yeah, I, I, I tell my kids like, just don't, don't ever let your friends like talk you into doing something. Like, if you're, Don't ever if hang you're... out with anybody who follows the Grateful Dead. You'll be fucked for life. Don't listen, don't 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 hang out with anybody who listens to out of the blank. They gotta be damn. All right, fair. That's fair. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I tell them like I, I, you know, you hear stories um like ten year olds at at a party and one of them is like inhaling something and getting a buzz. They never tried it before. They heard about it and then one kid does it and he died. They took a couple breaths of like some kind of spray, and it was something like a spray deodorant or something. I forget what it was, but it was like. Yeah, they like sprayed it into something, they breathe it, and they were like, Whoa, like you get really high for a minute off of that. And the other kid tried it, dead. Like I'm 10, 11 this years does old. not get me banned off YouTube for that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you got to be careful. Like, I, with kids, I tell them, like, I don't care if your friends are doing whatever, you should try to stop them if they're doing something crazy, but don't join in. Don't, don't inhale anything. Don't take anything. Don't listen to what anybody says. You know, you know what's right and wrong. Don't, I was at, don't I was at a, I was at a bar. DD and um for a bunch of people, friends of mine. And one of them I brought another friend and he pulls out like this vape and hits his vape. I was like, I didn't left my vape in the car. I didn't know we could do this in a bar, but could I hit the vape? And like, yeah, because wanted to get hit in. 
and I hit it. And I go, and it gave it back to him. I was like, what was that? And he goes, oh, it's THC, like the wax pen things. And I was like, oh, dude, no fucking way. I was like, no, you did not just do that to me. He's like, what? And I was like, I didn't know it was that. I thought it was nicotine. He was like, nah, man, it's some wax. I'm like, so then I ended up, you know, 20 minutes later, I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. Going down the rabbit hole now. I'd have had to go home, dude, because, I mean, I can I can take one once in a while, but that 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 stuff, that that next level, I've never tried no waxes and dabs and all that other stuff. That, Whenever too- you have to bring out a torch to heat the thing until it's cherry red, that's a no-no. That's like a just, that's too much. You're like this close to smoking like meth or something. Like, you don't need that. Like when you put, like you smoke a whatever, like weed back in the day, bowl, whatever you're going to use, you just... Light it, and then you put it down, and then don't have to worry about anything being extinguished or anything burning a hole. You don't have to worry about setting the house on fire. It's even like you talking to me while your smoker's going. Somebody's got to be looking over like the window, be like, is that thing on fire? All right, good. We're good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I keep mine out away from the house, and it's a portable one, so even if it did catch fire, it won't hurt anything. It's, it's got fine. wheels it'll, on it'll burn. it. What's it? No, no, just carry it. It's a little – it's only like uh, 20 inches tall. Yay, why? But it's got enough room for like 20 pounds of meat on it. So I went over to my buddy's house at like, I always go there, like, because I'm up really early in the middle of the night, basically. And I went over to his house like 7 a.m. He's still sleeping. And I uh, went into his house, put in his passcode to his house and everything, walked in. And he goes, Did you open my smoker? And I was like, I did. It smelled really good. And I decided to open up the door and a whole bunch of smoke came out. So I shut it. And then I went back and I went into his house and he was like, I can smell it on you. I was like, damn, dude. I was like, that's like the worst thing about being by a campfire is the next day when you're smelling like shit. Cause the campfire, I was like, immediately after opening up that smoker, I immediately smelled like smoke meat. I was like, damn. Yeah. I have, like I said, I'm using a little cheater smoker today, the little electric pellet smoker, but, uh, I mean, I have I have all the different smokers. I got an offset smoker, vertical smoker. I got all different stuff. But this one, I, I got to run to the store, get some stuff ready for vacation and all the stuff. So I can just pull it away from the house and let it run on low for hours, whatever I need to do. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let it run and do its thing. I'm not concerned. That's fair. It's like I used to set when I first started using the oven, like in the middle of the show, basically, I would just set it to 450 and then go cook some chicken for two hours while I did a podcast. 450 for two hours? You're going to have some dried up chicken, I know. Bro. I like it like that, though. That's <laughs> why I said I'm easy to please. I'm easy to please. Oh, man. When someone nah, goes, you, you gotta... want mayo? Do you want this? And you want this? Do you want this? I'm like, God, just give me the ham sandwich, man. I don't need all the extra stuff. Just the bread and the ham. Yeah, I'm, I'm a condiment guy. I like I like all that stuff on a on a sandwich on on a sub or whatever. Like I, well, I order a, a cold cut or something. Uh, they're like, "What do you want on?" I'm like everything. Just put everything on it. Yeah, that's what got me into the hot sauce stuff too. Because I started out like I loved condiments and and different honey mustards and, and spicy mustards and uh, you name it. I loved it all. And then came across hot sauce and kind of figured out that you can put it on basically anything depending on which sauce you're putting on what and i kind of went down that rabbit hole for years and that's what kind of got me into it because hot sauce is just a condiment so after a while you start to look for more and more and more and different things and better things so kind of just snowballed into the, into and that's how the drug of hot sauce started and the addiction began it is but it's 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 more about the the, the community yeah. and, and the friends you know they're in san diego right now uh, well, the, the event, I think the event just ended yesterday, um, but there was a big League of Fire 
uh, show in San Diego and everyone from around the country and some people from around the world were there and everyone's, you know, eating all these hot peppers and doing all these live streams and big shows. And it's cool, man. It's these people are really cool people. Joining the community was probably better than if you just passed up on the opportunity. I mean, you could have passed up on the opportunity to do my show. You didn't know who I was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, it's great to join the community uh, is one of the best things I've ever done. And, uh, and speaking of your show, like first time you reached out to me, uh, I, I know I've talked about it before, but I thought it was like a joke or something, you know, I, like, cause you just reach out, you know, I don't know. I followed you. You followed me, whatever on Instagram or something. And then like, I got a message one day. You were like, Hey, uh, I got a podcast. I was wondering if you want to be on or something. And I was just like, what? Like hmm. a podcast. Like, why would anybody want me to be on a podcast? Like this has to be a joke. He's, he's, he's gotta be a scammer or something, you know, cause he always get these things. Hey, I came across your, Put page your credit card in. Yeah. I was like, he's gotta be joking. Like, who is this guy? Is, is it even a guy? Is it where are they even at? Like, it's gotta be phony. And yeah, I messaged you back or whatever. And I guess we talked a little bit and I was like, Oh, he really wants me to be on a, on his podcast. Like, I guess I'll do it. Like, I was nervous as hell. Like this time I'm not nervous. I think the first two times uh, I was nervous as hell. Like all, you know, kind of jittery and it's weird. It's a different experience. I think you did better the first two times. You haven't taught me shit this episode. This is a learning show now. I'm kidding. I know. It's just, this is just us talking because we haven't talked in a couple of years. I think Uh, this, this isn't, this isn't anything crazy. We talked about, uh, drug addiction and, and homelessness and everything like last time we got into aliens we got into all kind of stuff yeah we don't listen to podcasts anymore so it's hard for you to know what the hell's going on or what everyone's talking about i just watched joe rogan light up somebody on twitter and it's become a big thing and i'm like honestly i've given up social media i just can't do it anymore it's too much i i did back out of most of it i don't i don't do much of it no more facebook uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on Facebook, but it's mostly like I don't post on Facebook, but I scroll through and I see other people's posts. And then I go in Cap Crew and I talk to them guys and do stuff with them. But uh, other than that, I really I really don't interact with uh, Instagram, any of that stuff anymore. Because I, I was I wanted to go legal with a hot sauce. So I was like accepting everyone's friend requests and, and doing all that kind of stuff in the beginning because I was like, well, you got to kind of like create some kind of social media thing so people can even find out about your hot sauce. So I was making hot sauces. I was doing all that. And I wanted to go legal. I wanted it to be, to be life, which would still be great, but it's harder to do than I kind of expected. Um, and to give up your job and, and your career or just to, uh, to start your own thing is it's tougher than people say it is, yeah. you know, it's, it's hard to walk away. Uh, my, my dad owned his own company and, and I see the risks involved and, and I, I had to see the, the, the dark side of it and the hard side of it all. So I'm kind of hesitant to, to quit my job and, and start new with, you know, my own thing. And Are you going to think about starting up the hot sauce again though? They were good flavors. I still got them on the shelf up there. I still make, I still make some hot sauce, but uh, send me a bottle, bro. I don't, I don't push it a whole lot like I used to. All right, uh, right now I only have one. I have a, I have some ideas and some stuff in the works. I have plenty of peppers I grew and all. But, I got uh, Harmon Heat, the tropical one up there. I got the football one. I can't read it on because it says there's a uh, something blocking it. And then it's I got a two minute warning. The football one's a two minute warning. 
Uh, I got one more up there. Oh, yeah, there it is. It's the Creepy Cherry. Oh, no, Cranberry Creeper. That's what it is, yeah. Yeah. I think cranberry I got one Creeper. More there. No, I think it's just three. Yeah, three. You, you probably have a mango habanero, right? The tr- one with the palm tree on it. That's uh, Paradise Burning. I got th- those two, and then I got the football one. Yeah, it's a two-minute warning. You, you you didn't you've never had the mango habanero. I think at one point I did send you a mango habanero, right? It's not up there. It would be up there if you did. What? You sent me a hot monkey. I know that. A hot monkey? Yeah, the from the sauce show. The something's burning. Not something's burning. Whatever the wings ones. Oh, first we feast the hot ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't That's know. all I got. But when you start making hot sauce, send me a bottle. How about that? All right. Yeah, I, I got some ideas. I got some stuff coming up, but I'll, I'll I'll send you some good stuff. I mean, hopefully it'll get you back into the game a little bit. Maybe. You know, Justin, you don't have to go. <laughs> it's been I a see... pleasure chatting with you again. Now we're gonna we're we're cutting it on that. I'm not getting back into the hot sauce game. You're nuts, dude. The community's I mean, nice. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say, you know, you don't have to go deep into it, but just get back to enjoying it a little bit. You know. Okay, I might do it for you. Do it for me, Robbie. Okay. All right, Justin, where's your links, man? Do you have any links you'd like to promote, or you just want to give a good message to the people? Uh, no links. Uh, do your own thing. Um, I don't, you know, I don't really have anything to sell to anybody like that. I'm not here to, you know, do anything all about me. It's all about all of us. It's all about everyone. Let's try to try to get along. Try to try to be a decent person. You ain't got to be the greatest. Be decent. Be decent. I like it. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of Out of the Blank. Stay tuned for our next episode.